Let's see. What what's the most the most uh compelling? Interesting. Yeah, compelling. Yeah, compelling, interesting. The, the the one thing that stands out the most out of all of your well well before I go into that, approximately how many investigations have you done and what was the most uh the what sticks out the most out of all of them? Uh, honestly, I couldn't even begin to throw a dart on how many investigations I've done. I mean, you know, you look at the, the like the Fowler Theater, for example. I mean, I've probably investigated that place, you know, 15, 20 times, you know, as far as different locations, areas, <sighs> hundreds. Uh, it, it's quite a bit. Um, as, as far as one that stands out, again, that's so hard to say. I mean, I would say I probably do have a top three. Uh, that I would that I would probably have. I don't know if you want to hear about all of them or not, but uh. Well, I mean. Do you have a? Sorry, I'm doing like computer stuff and everything else. Do you have a favorite? Yeah. Do you, Do you have a, a favorite story? Which I I've, I just seen my chat's been going and uh, it hasn't been scrolling oh at all. Goodness. So I've got some questions to answer after you answer. That's why I'm sitting on the computer uh, now. But I'll throw I'll throw. Probably the most recent one out there. It was probably a, a couple of years ago. Uh, my wife and I we, we got married. We went to Italy for our honeymoon, uh, and for my honeymoon uh, gift, she got me like inside tickets to see the Colosseum. Uh, wow! Not only uh, did we get to go inside the Colosseum at nighttime, uh, but we got to go down below, uh, like like. Where, where you normally can't go during the day, like where they kept like the gladiators uh, inside of, you know, before they came outside to fight, uh, which Dang. was like, yeah, one of my dreams. Uh, <laughs> one of your dreams. <laughs> You're Norman. <laughs> uh, totally top 10 on, on my list. What? Uh, so anyway, so we go and we do this investigation, or not investigation, uh, like we had, we had like a professional tour guide. Uh, he knew a lot more than I did, and I, like to think that I know a lot about Rome and, and the Colosseum, uh, but uh, so it was. It was great. It was great. Like nothing really crazy happened while we were down there. I mean, the the feelings and the emotions were just so. so I mean, so much. It was. It's like so hard to put into words. But like, uh, I wouldn't necessarily say like there was a ghost down there and he was like watching me or anything like that. Uh, but uh, the crazy thing didn't happen until like later on that night. So. We, we got done with our tour, you know, we left, we walked back to our apartment, uh, went inside, we went to bed. Uh, so the rest of the story I'm going to kind of tell and Amanda, my wife's uh, version, uh, because I don't really remember much of it, uh, but apparently she wakes up to see me crawling backwards, looking up at something with my eyes open, uh, more or less telling it to not to hurt me, to leave me alone, to go away, uh, and I'm crawling backwards, almost like if you can imagine, like, you know, one of those old horror flicks, you know, the girl's running and she falls down and she turns around and looks up at <laughs> Michael Myers before he stabs her, you know, like, that, at least when she described it to me, like, that's that's the vision that I had of what I was doing. Uh, and then I, like, then there was kind of, like, stairs, because where our bedroom was was upstairs, so I started to go down these stairs. Well, in Italy, like, all of their houses are made of, like, uh, tile and marble, like, there's not, like, you know, like, the flooring type that we have because it's a very humid area. So I start to climb down these stairs backwards uh, and the next thing, the first thing I remember was feeling this, this pop uh, in my wrist. Uh, and I guess as I was trying to climb down these stairs, I broke my wrist. Uh, 
Oh. So, and, and, so, yeah, and like that. Sorry, and, I, I, I keep interrupting you. Uh, did you actually you break guys, your wrist, or was that just in the, 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 the vision, so to speak? No, no, my wrist actually broke. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Yikes. That's... So, that's yeah, and, you know, and that's one of those, those personal experiences, you know, like, I mean... I, I don't, I like, I don't, I don't, I don't sleepwalk, you know, I don't really talk a lot in my sleep, like, you know, I mean, you know, I'm sure I have dreams like everybody else, but I mean, like, if, if that was the type of things that I had done at any point in my life, you know, maybe, uh, and I was in a different area, and I mean, so, so it's very possible that maybe I was just having a really bad dream, yep. but I mean, I, I don't know how, you know, it, I could crawl across the floor, with Amanda yelling at me, the only thing that would wake me up is me breaking my wrist. Yeah, I mean, that's 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 kind of weird. I, I can't say that I know too many people who have broken any bones while they were sleeping, you know. I mean, that <laughs> just doesn't really happen, you know. Um, right. So, uh, now I've, I've, I'm going to be skipping a few of these questions. I'll, I'll, I'll probably I'll try to get back to them here in a second, but we got a, a rune in the moon in the house. She is a... Um, one of our uh, one of our good friends that uh, does a lot of uh, she does some tarot card readings and and she she's got a whole, just check out her page she's got a ton of stuff uh, but she's she's asking have you ever investigated uh, Bachelor's Grove wait Bachelor's Gro- uh, I, I'm guessing so Lagrange Illinois I'm, I'm that's outside yeah. of Chicago well it's outside of Chicago. Uh, no, however, that is somewhere that is really high on my list. Uh, you know, traditionally, I'm not, you know, it's funny because, you know, what got me into this was a graveyard, but traditionally, I'm not a huge uh, graveyard fan. You know, I, I, I'm a big believer in spirit. You know, if, if, if spirits are what traditionally we think, that's where all their are Oh, I think we're losing you. Hello, Mr. Arnett. Are you still there? <laughs> Hello, Mr. Arnett. Are you? Oh, oh, oh. He's coming back. Are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. I can hear you. All right. Sorry. Uh, what did you last hear? Um, you don't, you're, you, you, you're not a huge fan of graveyards. Yeah, so I'm not, I'm not traditionally a huge fan of graveyards because, you know, people don't, don't, I mean, yes, their bodies are buried there, but that's not where they spend their time unless they're a grave digger or somebody that works there. Right. Uh, they're not going to really have a, you know an attachment to this this graveyard, uh, but Bachelor's Grove uh, probably has produced some of the best uh, photograph evidence uh, of paranormal activity. Uh, I mean, if you've never googled like Bachelor Grove paranormal evidence, you should because there's some fantastic pictures on there uh, that are pretty hard to fake. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to look some of them up and, and share them on our Facebook page after the show. Yeah, and, and, there's, and there's a lot of history with it. I mean, you can talk about Bachelor's Grove for a while. Uh, a lot of history there, uh, but it's also – you can't really investigate there at nighttime without doing it illegally and trespassing. Uh, and one thing with 765 is, you know, we, 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 we try to keep it as, you know, 
legal as possible. <laughs> uh, if, we're not, if we're not supposed to be somewhere, then, then we typically don't go. Uh, now, I, I mean, we have we have gotten special permission uh, to investigate places, you know, like, uh, for example, Bobby Mackey's is probably one of the other well, well-known places out there, even for non-paranormal enthusiasts. Uh, you know, we got to investigate there privately before they did investigations. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, and I mean, that, that was kind of, you know, like, huge for us at the time. Uh, but, like, at Bachelor Gro- Bachelor's Grove is going to be one of those places where you really aren't supposed to investigate uh, but people do sneak in there. I mean, it is a very large area, and it's very possible to kind of weasel your way in there. But, again, not something I'm willing to get arrested for either. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's uh, – uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, y'all, y'all aren't getting paid to do any of this, too. This is all – y'all are doing this on your own dime and on your own time as well, right? Correct. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, doing it for the cause. I, <laughs> so, uh, again uh, – um, very honorable. <laughs> so, um, we we've got uh um which which one was that, honey? The, does anyone know what it means? Okay, when you're gotcha. Um, so Melanie Austin uh, Tucker has asked, and you you may know you may you're you're more of the expert in this field than I am. Uh, she has asked, does anyone know what it means when you're sleeping and you hear someone not in your house whispering? in your ear and your body feels like it's paralyzed like you can't move sorry i was reading like a fourth grader because the text is really small so but yeah, go ahead you have to read, read that again it sounds like sleep sleep paralysis but uh read that again okay hang on i'll pull it up closer so i can actually see it uh does anyone know what it means when you're sleeping and you hear someone not in your house whispering in your ear and your body feels like it's paralyzed like you cannot move uh, so that sounds, I mean, sounds like a couple different things. I mean, well, I mean, the scientific thing, uh, would be sleep paralysis. So, uh, your body, whenever you sleep at night, uh, does shut down, uh, it, your muscles relax. They don't work like they normally do, which is why, like, if you've ever like woken up and like sometimes it's kind of hard to move around really quick or whatever, uh, that's because your body, your brain has not told your body that, Hey, you're awake. You need to move. Right. Uh, that's sleep paralysis. That is that is a, a, a thing that happens. Uh, nice. As far as the the voices and stuff, I mean, you know, that could probably be pushed towards like where they were they you know were you sleeping were you dreaming when you had this? Because usually, if you wake yourself up, you're like in a deep sleep REM cycle, so you should be having these dreams. Uh, that these voices you could technically be in your dreams. Uh, however, uh, my more paranormal, uh, non-scientific proven thing uh, would be astral projecting. Uh, so this is something that uh, uh, I, I know people uh, who, who have claimed to do it, people that I absolutely 100% believe uh, in, in what they're telling me. Um, and astral projecting is, uh, in theory, uh, is whenever someone can allow their soul to leave their physical body and travel like the ghost dimension, third dimension, like uh, whatever, whatever word you want to call it. Um, and that can cause, you know, obviously your body and, and essentially like your, your, your soul is what fuels your body. That's how, I mean, that's the only reason our body is moving is because of our soul. But the only reason our soul can, can take a physical form and be able to interact with this world is because of our body. They, they both need each other. Right. But when you separate those, 
it, it obviously can cause issues with the body. So, so the sleep paralysis and astral projecting, people that are astral projecting and not realizing that they're astral projecting uh, can a lot, of be, a lot of times be just oh, that's, that's sleep paralysis. That's what you're experiencing. Uh, when in reality, they're experiencing astral projecting. Uh, well, I won't name this person uh, because they'd probably be extremely upset if I did. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I used to work with somebody. Uh, not actually work, work, but uh, paranormal field work with somebody. Okay. Uh, who, who came to me uh, with issues of astral projecting uh, and them not meaning to. Uh, what they were describing was spot on astral projecting. Uh, and... But when they did, so the issue with astral projecting, especially if you don't realize that you're doing it, uh, is that you're opening yourself up uh, to a world that we can't even remotely come close to talking about in this physical form. So you talk about demons, you know, like, for example, demons are are spiritual beings uh, that can sometimes take a hold of the physical world, which is whenever we have experiences with demons, uh, that's what we call that. Uh, however, whenever someone astral projects and they send their their, their spirit uh, outwards, uh, then you are like you're in their realm, you know. Right, right. Do, do, do you think uh, uh, whenever you do that, do you think you can bring a tag along with you on the way back, or? It's absolutely very, very possible. Again, this, this is something that that I've never done, at least unknowingly. Uh, I, mean, I, I mean, you know, who knows who what we do when we sleep. Uh, so I, I, you know, I, I'm by no means going to claim to be an expert on astral projecting. Um, but in, again, in theory, you know, astral projecting is when your body and your and your your, your soul, your spirit split, uh, and you're going into that spiritual realm. I mean, that's, you know, that's, that's their, like the, all the negative things that we talk about, you know, that we can experience today. That's, that's their, that's their ball field. You know I mean? That's, that's wow. their territory. They're the ones that's in charge of that. So I think bringing something back with you when you're actually projecting is probably one of the, the better things that could happen. Uh, it could be so much worse. Probably. That's yeah. The, the whole astral projecting thing is that, that to me is just that that's wild. I mean, the fact that uh, uh, that something like that is e- even possibly possible. <laughs> I mean, that, that's you know, some things can just scare the crap out of you. I guess. Um, uh, Rune in the Moon has uh, said, if you do go investigate at the uh, uh, Bachelor's Grove, uh, she would love to tag along for the experience and the evidence. Would that be? Well, I guess she she can handle. You, y'all can handle that off offline but so <laughs> yeah i mean there, there, there's a lot of times where you know we go to especially larger places like that uh and then we'll post on our, our facebook page you know where we'll invite members of the home to come out uh you know especially somewhere like bachelor's Grove, especially if we got written permission that we could bring people uh yeah sure that's definitely something that we probably would open up to the public uh now obviously it wouldn't be like you know 100 people or anything like right. that but i you know, in general, like, you know, especially if somebody messages us and says, hey, like, it's always been my dream to go to Bachelor's Grove. I'd love to go. If for some reason you guys ever have the, the chance to go, I would love to go. You know, uh, we have some very organized people, much more organized than myself, uh, that keep track of that kind of stuff. And we, we do our best to kind of reach out uh, to to those people and invite them along when possible. So, 
Awesome, awesome. Yeah, so uh, with, with that uh, with that being said, uh, we're going to take a quick moment uh, to hear from our sponsors. <laughs> so um, here we are. We're going to go ahead and talk about our sponsors. Uh, 765 Paranormal, I'm going to say they're one of our sponsors right now because they share our, our posts. So uh, uh, this is why it's very important for you to go to their page and give them a like because – you know, if they if they're sharing this information and doing public investigations, you need to know where they're going to be and how you can get involved. Um, I mean, there again, Seven Six Five Paranormal has been a phenomenal group from my experience, and then and also for well, Bethany doesn't count anymore because she is part of the team, part of Seven Six Five. So you're biased. No, I still count. Because... No, you're biased. <laughs> Because I feel, well, and especially too, I mean, I guess you could say I'm biased because my brother is the lead investigator of 765, but I will say I am, let me get off the computer for a second. I will say I am probably the biggest, I'm going to go out and say I'm the biggest scaredy cat ever, and, and the group has been absolutely amazing with taking, I guess, my fears about certain things and being so like warm and welcoming right with just kind of how I am as a person so me from an unbiased standpoint I would say I mean I couldn't ask for a better group to possibly well, be with I mean yeah absolutely in my experience you know I I've, I'm a huge skeptic just just like you are Justin um, and you know, y'all still invited me to come on board, mm -hmm. and while I was there, y'all were extremely informative and very welcoming. And I mean, even though I was a skeptic, you know, it, it's you, you could have been like, "Oh, well, you don't believe, so uh, you're not invited." But you know, y'all still invited me, and y'all welcomed me, and, and actually encouraged my skepticism. But kind of back to what Justin said, our group is made up of so many different people with different beliefs and different ways of doing things, so. I mean, it it would almost it would hurt our group if we were very like one track minded, like this is the right way, this is the only way you can do it, kind of thing, and not just let's be more open to different possibilities of how things could be viewed or investigated or looked at, kind of thing. Yeah, I I think I think that's what makes Seven Six Five Paranormal such a, a, in my opinion, a unique group, but also a very um, efficient group, I guess as well. Uh, just, just the fact that y'all are so diverse in your thoughts. I mean, you've got the, some folks that are into the spiritual side. You've got some that are into the, uh, uh, I don't know, the, the paranormal side. Obviously, you got some on the scientific. the scientific side. You've got some on the skeptic side. I mean, it's everywhere. I don't. I mean, that's. I, I wouldn't be surprised if you told me that you had some people that were like werewolves that are helping you out or, you know, some vampires here and there or, uh, which that's obviously lore, but you might have a couple witches somewhere. Or, I mean, I mean, y'all, y'all, got a huge blend. It's, it's, it's great. I, I love it. So, uh, back to the sponsoring part, go to seven, six, five paranormal's website, seven, six, five paranormal.com or their Facebook page. Just search seven, six, five paranormal or look on our page. We shared their, uh, their Facebook. They're on um, Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, they're on possibly Twitter, as he said. Probably. <laughs> probably Instagram. Twitter. But they are on Instagram for sure. I've, I've seen some of that. So um, definitely check them out. And, and if you haven't, yeah, give us a like too because we, we got to get some likes too. I mean, it's only fair. So <laughs> share, share the love. Um, 
So now, kind of going back into, uh, we got another question, and uh, let's see. I had a friend that told me she had an out-of-body experience where they said they were watching themselves sleep. Is that possible? That is astral projecting, which is what we just talked about. Okay, cool. Well, um, so yeah, we just had about a five to ten minute conversation on that answer. So uh, (laughs) if if you missed it, then uh, catch the the live stream after it's... It gets reposted. And so something that I'll that. do, um, since this has been kind of a hefty question this go around, is I will do some research and post some of it on our Facebook page, kind of going along with this live that we've done. Right. No, that's that sounds great. And uh, uh, Rune in the Moon said, uh, does uh, the seven six five want a pair? Do do they want a witch? So I guess she's she's a uh, I guess a witch. <laughs> <laughs> so she she does all kinds of stuff. Y'all y'all got seriously check out her her Facebook. A lot of unique stuff. Uh, and and if you're into the the witchcraft type stuff or in the uh, I think pagan stuff. I don't want to say that and get oh, it wrong. Okay, I don't want to say that. But, <laughs> I don't want to say um, and get it wrong. Just check out her Facebook. See what she's all about. Um, but yeah, so she's she's offering up a witch, I guess, for for seven six five if y'all ever need one. So. Um, and I think we've actually lost Justin. <laughs> so, we lost our guest speaker. Yeah, we've lost our guest speaker. <laughs> let me let me see if I can get him back. Oh goodness! This is why I'm manning the computer. Because when I came back over here, the phone cut out. This is why I'm manning the computer. Let's see. Oh, here, hold up. Let me get back. Pagan, yes. Okay, okay. so that. That is correct. I did not want to get that wrong. That is not something I wanted to say incorrectly. Right, right. So now it looks like we're probably not going to get Justin back. Oh, there, there he is. I, I was lying. We are going to get him back. Here he is. <laughs> See, I walked back over to the computer and voila, there he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Stay, stay over there. Get, <laughs> stay away from the podcast. Just, just monitor. You're I'm the monitor. Today. So, uh, yeah, that's. That was interesting. Um, yeah, I, I was still just going over an advertising bit, so you didn't miss, miss much. Uh, the only other thing is, uh, um, so if you're wanting a pagan witch, then uh, we, you've got someone that's offering themselves up to, to 765 Paranormal to help you all out. So <laughs> that way you can have more diversity. <laughs> um, let's see. Now, do we have any... Uh, my my computer guru or monitor over there. Do we have any other questions or? Sorry, I'm just. Uh, you're, you're fine. You're fine. Sorry. We've uh, um. Yes, I do have bad luck on technology, which is why I'm staying away from the podcast tonight. <laughs> for sure, I don't know what kind yeah, of no, energy I'm putting out tonight, but apparently it's today's not, not your day. It's not. Is what it is. Um, and thank you for checking out uh, Rune and yes. 765. We we love our. We love our people very, very much. Yeah, so that that's kind of a part of our network. We've got Ruin of the Moon. We've got um, 765 Paranormal. Uh, I'm also actually, uh, which I, I was te- going to tell you about this a little while ago, Justin, um, I've, I've also got some other podcasters that I just recently networked with. And, uh, one of them is a psychic medium. Um, so, you know, we've, we've certainly got our... Uh, choices of you know the paranormal field on and who we can get to know which we will be doing some cross promoting with uh, the uh, our psychic medium uh, friends uh, I would advertise them but I don't have their name off the top of my head yet I just met them 
So <laughs> it's like the beginning of a relationship. But yeah, so uh, we do have that, Justin. If you, I, I think, don't you? You have access to some psychic mediums though, too, don't you? I do. Okay, well then, looks like you got it handled. Yeah, yeah. The more the better. I mean, I guess if uh, one's not available, another one will be. Um. Okay, so our video just went out. I'm like not okay. I think I just need to like leave until you finish the podcast. So. Camera just died. Oh, did our? Okay. <laughs> um. Hang on. Let me. Uh. My goodness. Oh. You are you are ruining this podcast. Wow. I just really. Sorry. All right. Hang on. Let me let me put our uh our live no cam transition thing on here. Wow, so okay, I need to stay away from anything electronical for the rest of the time. So, uh, yeah, that's... <laughs> now, I do actually kind of, I guess this is a good segue into this question for Justin. Um, do you... I'm trying to think I'm going to ask this. How do you feel about, like, if you are an investigation and... Things kind of like that happen, like, the cameras just kind of die suddenly, or batteries all run out. I mean, is that something that you could elaborate on? Uh, yeah, so I mean, you know, again, going back to the, the thought that spirits are energy, um, you know, they, they need energy just like we do to maintain, you know, themselves, you know, whenever they, you know, if we go out on a run, we're burning energy, you know, whenever they, they communicate with us, they're using energy, uh, and the best source of energy that they're going to be able to take from it at that, that point uh, us, uh, our, our, our energy, uh, or our equipment energy. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, I definitely, I'm not saying that's what I think is happening at my house right now, but... <laughs> well, I mean, it, it certainly is interesting that uh, all the technology stuff's all kind of going wonky. I mean, which, there again, that could deal with the uh, uh, spirits or something, or the energy, um, so, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I think, uh, we, we could probably do this literally all night long, all night, I mean, yeah, like, I had a long, uh, I have a long list of questions, and we're probably about a quarter of the way through, um, but (laughs) at the same time, we're also an hour and 15 minutes or so into this podcast as well so do you have any final thoughts or any final comments i guess for us there justin uh no i mean you know thanks for everybody for listening in uh, i mean if there are if there's anybody out there that has any particular questions uh you know whether you didn't have a chance to post it or it was posted we didn't answer or you just don't want to share with the entire world feel free to, to send us a message you know uh on facebook or or email me that, that comes straight to my phone i'm more than happy to, to answer any questions anybody has Alrighty, well, thanks okay. for, well, for talking. Hey, no problem. I'm more than happy to come back on again whenever you guys want. Just let me know. Alrighty. Alright, now, for for the viewers, or the listeners, rather, um, you, you did mention the email. What what email address would they send that to? 765paranormal at gmail.com. 765paranormal at gmail.com. No, no period, spaces, underscores, or anything, right? Short and sweet. Short and sweet and to the point. <laughs> All righty. Well, thanks again. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us, Justin. And uh, we will definitely do this again, so long as you're willing. (laughs) Absolutely. You just let me know. All righty. Well, have a good night. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. All right.
All right, so uh, there, there you have it. That's that's our, uh, uh, at least our interview with with Justin Arnett. He's the again the lead investigator of Seven Six Five Paranormal, uh, based out of Lafayette, Indiana. Did I say that correct, dear? Lafayette. Yes. I said you. it right. Yes. Well, I know I know how you are because I used to say Lafayette. No, it's, it's Lafayette. And, okay, so Lafayette. I, I've been around you so much, I guess. Did you um, see uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm about to get to that here in a second. <laughs> it's almost just as bad as, uh, I say Louisville. Lou, Louisville. Lou, Louisville. And now, I don't even remember how I say it. Too, so okay. Got, yeah, I'm a horrible monitor tonight. Yeah, you're, you're doing an awful job monitoring, dear. <laughs> I need to get you another job, I'm just not monitoring. Cameras, I'm the phone. <laughs> right? Um, so Melanie says, I'm a skeptic myself, but I was wondering if mediums and witches are real. Not trying to hurt anyone's feelings, I just didn't know if they were real. So, um, now as, as far as on the, the witch side, uh, I would definitely direct you towards Rune in the Moon. She's a incredibly knowledged per, knowledge, knowledgeable person in that field. Um, so if you have any questions about I mean, well, even even the the pagan uh, beliefs and whatnot. Just it, you know, a lot of people are history buffs and and curious on a, a lot of different you know things are fascinating for everybody. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, go go uh, again. Go to Rune and Moon's Facebook page and and contact her, and she'll be able to give you all the details on on everything. And you know, and I do feel well. I'm oh, sorry. I do feel <laughs> like it's just kind of up to everybody's. I'm trying to think of interpretation of certain things yeah yeah um, if that makes sense yeah it's it's up to everybody's interpretation i mean the the, the thing is uh as far as the the witchcraft goes uh you know the witchcraft that uh rune of the moon may do may be completely different from what you interpret witchcraft mm -hmm. to be or what lore has made some of it out to be mm -hmm. you know and i feel like that's kind of like where that's where a lot of the information comes from is lore and, you know, things that we've heard about just stories or, you know, things that our great, great grandmother has told us, you know, but I know my Nana, I know I've said it before in earlier podcasts that my Nana um, believed in psychic mediums. That was something she was really big into. And I mean, that was just, that was just the way she believed. And I know some people who don't believe in that stuff at all. So I do think it's just almost person by person kind of thing. And, your views and beliefs on certain things. Oh, absolutely. You know, me myself, I, I'm, I'm not really, you know, I, I'm like, uh, I'm like you, Melanie. I'm, I'm a skeptic whenever it comes to uh, mediums and, and, and witches and, you know, all that stuff. However, I do have a friend that's that just happens to be into the witchcraft stuff, and that's Burn in the Moon. Um, so, you know, we're obviously we're a judgment-free zone. And exactly. this is a safe place mm -hmm. um, for, for anybody and everyone's beliefs. Um, you know, we're, we entertain thought on everything. We, we talk about, discuss it, try to figure out um, everyone else's perspective or interpretation on it. So me, myself, I'm, I'm a skeptic. I mean, with psychic mediums, I'm a skeptic because I, I've seen TV and I've seen how they prove them wrong. <laughs> you know, Where but... I believe that TV has... <laughs> Some, I'm not going to say all, I'm going to say some TV has, I think, maybe ruined the name for some people who I believe have those abilities. You know, I feel like, like kind of like what Justin said earlier, Hollywood 
I think sometimes takes things that are true and almost makes them unbelievable to a point. Well, I mean, here's what you do. I mean, if you're if you're wanting to look at the same exact concept of what you just said uh, with all the lore, just look at the media. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're nowadays the news. You don't know which one's actually telling it the right way. You got some that are far left, some that are far right. And I think it was like that and, a long time ago even, right. you know, just with how things are portrayed. And so I do, you know, like I said, I just think it's a everybody's own personal beliefs and opinions kind of thing. But this is always going to be a safe place, I guess, if you want to call it that, for people to share their opinions or experiences or their beliefs. Because being in a field like this and being with the paranormal group, I am fully aware that not everybody thinks the same way and not everybody agrees with, you know, certain things. And that's totally fine, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm fully aware of that. So for, well, I mean, everybody, I mean, you look at seven, six, five paranormal. I mean, that's a paranormal group and not one of the folks in there have the same belief as Mm -hmm. the next. I mean, you got Justin, who's a big skeptic. Uh, he's open-minded, obviously, because he probably wouldn't be in a paranormal if he wasn't open-minded. But, and then you've got others that are full-on, yeah, there's their spirits. Well, and even, like, because me and him, we're actually siblings, so he's my brother. I mean, and, and we have, I would say, completely different views, but we do believe differently. And we're best of friends, and we always have been, but we still believe differently. So I am totally open and fine with people coming on the page if they don't believe the same thing or you know maybe even agree with the same thing or have maybe what they feel like is a far left field kind of thought we are always open to stuff like that oh absolutely. we just always expect respect from yes. our viewers and listeners and things like that the, the only rule that we ever have in our live podcast uh is is just to be respectful i mean you know if you got someone that's that's saying that they're a uh a psychic medium or or, uh, or a witch, or they believe in ghosts, or Wiccan, or, or pagan, Wiccan or, or any pagan, or I mean, you you name it, anything on there, we we expect everyone to treat everybody with mm-hmm. respect. The first first moment of disrespect will result in a ban from the page, you know, because we it's zero tolerance. Just because, like, you know, it it is sometimes kind of a you don't talk about stuff like that, like that's not something you talk about. Yeah, yeah, that, I mean, <laughs> you know, this, I mean... this is a no, a, a, a don't touch zone for a lot of people. Um, but that's that's really what we're here for is so that we can bring it out and just talk mm-hmm. about it because you, you can't just talk about it anywhere Because else. I was that way for a long time, and it was actually Stephanie, who was um, the owner of Rune in the Moon, who kind of pushed me a little bit to, to, I guess, stick up for what I believe in. And I don't think that I could ever thank her enough for that just because I was – what did I say last time that I was in my paranormal closet? Is that what I called it? it? Was a paranormal closet last podcast? Yeah, yeah, you came out of your paranormal closet. That was weird. <laughs> but it that, is that was such the only like... time that I think this channel would be uncomfortable. <laughs> but I do think that it is such an uncomfortable topic sometimes because people don't want to be judged, and we just want to make sure that everybody knows that if you're here asking questions, talking about your experience, whatever it is, you're not going to be judged. Right, right. And even even just for asking the questions. I mean, yeah, every, everybody has some sort of skepticism, um, so that's 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 all good to go. Um, and uh, let's see, Rune of the Moon, Ethan, your tarot reading. 
was pretty enlightening. Well, I mean, it, it certainly was. I mean, you, I, uh, I actually did have a, a tarot card reading with uh, Rune in the Moon, and which, by the way, I think I've already said it before, but she's very professional and very knowledgeable in uh, many different aspects. Like I said, check out her page. But, uh, you know, she did a tarot card reading and was pretty much just telling me about my life. And, you know, she hasn't... She hasn't known me since I was a kid, but here she was telling me stuff about me whenever I was a kid. I'm like, that's not weird at all. Well, and, like, because I believe in that stuff, and I'm not, like, 10,000% skeptic on it, it was great watching you get that reading and be like, oh, wow. She knows a lot more about me than what she should write about now. Yeah, she, she was, like, going on about how, uh, how like, whenever I was a teenager, I had, a, uh, uh, you know a lot more on my plate than than what most normal teenagers would and yep she she was right you know i i was at the age of 16 paying all kinds of bills you know i, I was paying on a mortgage and everything but it, you know this isn't my biography so we won't go too far in depth but you know that it was very accurate um and and melanie you know don't don't ever feel like you don't don't feel uncomfortable here. Like I said, this is a safe place for people to ask questions. It's a safe place for uh, different beliefs. Mm -hmm. I mean, th this this is a good a good place to be if you have questions. I Absolutely. Mean, I've got a million questions, so. <laughs> and we can't promise to always be able to answer those questions. Um, but I know you were asking about um, like the sleep paralysis and you know kind of like the astral projection. Topic, so I am going to actually do more research on that and post it on our page just so if maybe somebody else has the same questions but they don't want to ask, they could see that we have that information and they're going to be able to get to it. Absolutely, and I'm going to set up an email account for our podcast. So <coughs> if you want to ask questions, just not on Facebook or in chat, you can <coughs> email us or you can always message us and ask us questions, and we will be sure to. Yeah, them. yeah send, send us messages on Facebook. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, if we can't answer them, we've got the sources to get the answer for. I mean, mm -hmm. as you see, we've got we've got the pagan questions that could be answered. We've got witchcraft questions that could be answered. The paranormal questions. Paranormal, the medium questions. Medium, yeah, we've, we've got it all. <laughs> the and, skeptic questions. Yeah, the skeptic <laughs> questions. So uh, I'll, I'll probably be answering those myself. Um, and I love research, so... If you don't feel like researching something, I would be more than happy to, hey, I don't have the answer right now, but let me do some research and I'll get back to you with what I find. I mean, I'm totally up for that too. Right. We, we are, uh, I, I do have a blog set up. It has probably nothing on it. Not probably. It, it just, it doesn't have anything on it. But we are going to be putting the uh, research information that we find. Uh, we're going to condense it into a article and put it on our blog. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't don't ask me what that website is, because I think it's uh, that one show with the Newmans dot blog dot com or something like. Don't look at me for answers. I'm not touching yeah. any more electronical equipment tonight. So. Yeah, in fact, I'll see if I can't uh, pull it up real quick. I just quick. plugged in something and I'm scared something bad was gonna happen. <laughs> so uh, you know, if anyone's got any other questions, you know, certainly. Let us know. Yeah, let, let us know. Or if there's something you want us to do a podcast on, let us know. Um, because we do, we don't always do lives. We also do just 
what were, is that just like the podcast? Just yeah, I mean, we, we do uh, we do actually research a lot of stuff, and then we'll actually do a pre-recorded uh, oh. podcast sometimes. What's going on with the computer? I'm controlling it from the top. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... Woo! <laughs> yeah, so uh, to, to try and make this uh, podcast a little bit easier, I actually... Uh, set up my tablet to where I can control the computer. So she she just thought something was going on. I thought I had messed something else up that was electronical, and I was about to go to bed. I mean, say yeah. goodnight to everybody and just go to sleep. <laughs> right, right. So I'm uh, I was trying to find the website for you. I'll have to figure it out, but I'll I'll uh, post I'll post it on our page and everything, uh, so that uh everybody can. Check out what we got, uh, which of course I won't post it anytime soon, just for the simple fact of it's empty. So once we get some content on there, we'll we'll start sharing it. Um, let's see. Uh, my I can't talk about my beliefs or disbeliefs to many because they judge me. Yep, that's and that's the sad thing about today's society. There's so much judgment, and um, you know it's. It's really just a sad, sad tragedy that so many people judge. I mean, even even you know, good Christian people will will judge at some point. And um, I don't know if you saw Stephanie's post or comment post comment whatever. I can't talk either. Oh my goodness. Um, you just want to read that out loud. <laughs> okay, so uh, Rune of the Moon says, Bethany, we can always add anyone to the Stewart County group since it's closed too. Uh, there so is a. Yeah, so and this this right here is just local for 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 us. Um, you know, there there is a group page that has uh, a lot of resources based on is it is it the pagan and, and witch beliefs or? Oh, yeah, we'll we'll get the. Yeah, so there there is a page that uh, y'all can um, view on that if you're if you're local. Which if if we've got it, I'm certain. That it's Stewart County Pagans and Spiritualist Group, okay. and it's closed. Yeah, so you can you can only be invited into the group. So uh, just just due to the nature of, of how judgmental a lot of folks are. But it is can, a very like open and not judgmental group, um, which is really nice to have. You know, like an outlet. Right. Yeah, it's a good outlet to to find some information and not be judged for sure. Um, and uh, Melanie, uh, you're, I, I hate that you've been called a liar and that you're making stuff up or that you're loony. That, that's, that's, it's sad that people are, are saying that. I mean, and that will never happen. You don't have to worry about that all. here. So uh, this, this place is a, again, a judgment-free zone. Um, but we're, we're going on an hour and a half here, and, you know, we, we're going to have a lot of editing to, to, <laughs> to do if we continue with this. Uh, we've got... Plenty of content to go over. Um, so again, you know, check us out on our podcast. You can go to Anchor FM forward slash that one show with the Newmans. Um, there's also a button there that you can click. It says support this podcast, and for a small monthly donation, you can help us continue to do our live podcast as well as our pre-recorded podcast. There's three different tiers. There's 99 cents, 4.99, and 9.99. Um, so, oh, look at there, we got. That's awesome. 
Hey, we remember playing Raft with you. And then Melanie. You, you, yeah, and Melanie. Oh, yeah, anytime, Melanie. Um, Absolutely. Man, Rochelle, you, you caught us at the at the end of our uh, podcast. <laughs> you got to wait till, till, it, uh, till it loads up on Facebook now and, and join in on it. But I'm super glad that she caught us yeah, while we're, we're still live. Yeah, we're, we're glad that you still came by while we're live, and now you can hear yourself pre-recorded on Spotify here in a, a second. Right. Well, well, it'll well, probably be tomorrow before it comes no, back on. Second, it's going to be a little bit longer than a second, especially with uh, what I've done to the technology tonight. Right, right. So, <laughs> But yeah, go to anchor F- uh, anchor.fm forward slash that one show with the Newmans. Make sure that you follow us. If I don't know if that's an option on it. I think it is. Uh, but either way, there is a support our podcast. If you would, just go ahead and throw us a little bit of cash. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not panhandling. Uh, but anyways, if you do want to support us, go there, do that. Uh, you can also follow us on Spotify to make sure that you get the most recent podcast uh, notifications. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts. And be sure to follow, uh, subscribe to us on there. And we also have a YouTube page. You can subscribe to us there as well. Uh, if you do go to the Apple Podcast, be sure to give us a review and leave us a rating. Um, and, and help us uh, on our journey to new and noteworthy. Um, so I guess if you want to come over here, honey, to say bye to everybody. That way everyone can hear you. As long as I don't break anything else tonight. Right. So uh, thank you again for joining us on this eerie episode of That One Show with the Newmans. I'm Ethan Newman. And I'm Bethany. Thank you so much again, and you have a fantastic day, night, morning, whatever it is when you're listening. Thank you. Hi, everybody. Wow, sorry about that. Uh, I know we had a little bit of a long intro. Um, well, welcome to that one show with the Newmans. Uh, we're doing another Do You Believe in Ghosts episode. Um, so right now, uh, we were having some technical difficulties, uh, but we should have them all handled. I'm, I'm just making sure everything is uh, showing up and looking good. Uh, looks like everything's doing nicely now, so. Let me move my tablet so that it can actually be used. Uh, and you may uh, may notice that uh, Bethany is not here at the moment. She is actually preoccupied uh, for right now. So we're gonna go ahead and uh, get this uh, get this started. Um, so first of all, we do have a live guest that will be coming in here shortly. Uh, it's uh, Justin Arnett. He is the lead investigator of 765 Paranormal. Um, so we're very excited to have him on board with us uh, during this um, this live podcast. And just to get some of the uh, house cleaning details taken care of. Uh, if you haven't already, be sure to drop by our Facebook page, give us a like. Uh, follow us on uh, 
uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor FM, and uh, you know, make sure that you uh, give us some ratings too. Uh, that way, we can keep doing what we're doing and have a good night or good uh, good time rather doing this. Uh, so yeah, the, the the big question is, do you believe in ghosts? Now, I've got multiple questions that I've got ready for uh, Mr. Justin Arnett, and I, I think we're going to get a lot of uh, good insight on the paranormal field, so I'm excited about that. Um, if you were here on our last episode, you know, Bethany and I had discussed some of the uh, different experiences that we have both had. Um, I myself have had very little experiences with the paranormal, but enough to you know make me say, "Hmm, this might actually be something." <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, without any further ado, I think I'm gonna go ahead and get Justin on the line. Uh, so let me. We were gonna have a whole setup with you know video, audio, and all that good stuff, but uh, it, it kind of flopped last minute. So we're gonna do it a old-fashioned way uh, so for those of you that are in the live stream please be sure to let us know how the audio is uh, as far as being able to hear Justin whenever I get him on the line so there we go we've got you now how's it going it's going good man how are you good good well I'm uh, glad to have you here I'm gonna set you set you down on our pillow <laughs> so that way you're nice and comfortable. I love it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah, uh, we've got some uh, some some questions for you that uh, that we're just gonna kind of jump right into it, really, because I, I've got a lot of questions for you. Uh, I, I mean, I know you and I have a personal relationship outside of uh, this podcast, but. Right. At the same time, there's a lot of questions that I don't know that I'd like to have some answers to. <laughs> so and, and it's really to kind of get to know you, what you stand for, what 765 stands for, y'all's mission, and uh, you know, so on and so forth. Um, now, I, I do see somebody in chat. Hey there. Uh, if you could, just let us know how the audio sounds. Um, make sure that uh, Justin is – oh, good to go? All right, cool. So – all right, cool. Audio's good, so we'll jump right into it. So, um, my first question for you, Mr. Justin Arnett, is wait, let me let me put on here that you're uh, that you are on the stream. So just gotta transition everything. I need a napkin. <laughs> just dropped a drink. Oh, yeah. So um, while while I do this, uh, Justin, what how, what how exactly was Seven Six Five Paranormal founded? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, so Seven Six Five has been around. I believe we're coming up on seven years now. Uh, I personally have been involved uh, with a team uh, of some sort in my life for I think going on twelve years now. Seven Six Five started. Uh, we a few, a few uh, members uh, of another group and I decided that we kind of wanted to, to go our own way and kind of start something, you know, with our vision, uh, and, and we did. So we created 765. Uh, 765, uh, for those of you that might not know, 
uh, is our area code. So we're, we're based out of Lafayette, Indiana, uh, 765 area code. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, so uh, uh, it's it's really kind of a self-identifying name there since you've got that, that the area code in there. Um, so it, it seems like y'all are really proud of where y'all where y'all are from. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we we pride ourselves. I mean, we feel that our, you know, one of our specialties is helping out uh, legitimate cases of uh, paranormal activity. Uh, you know, a lot of groups will travel around and go to different sites. You know, uh, different states. You know, even different countries. And don't get me wrong, I'm all about that. But you know, if I take pride in one thing, uh, it's helping the local community out uh, with their with the situations that they may or may not have going on. Okay. Well, that's that. That sounds very honorable. <laughs> I try. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, now, what, what's what's Seven Six Five's mission? Like, what's y'all's goal or, or mission? However, however y'all have it worded. Yeah. So and that's that's another good question. So, uh, I mean, I, I I would like to believe that a lot of the you know paranormal investigating groups out there have basically the same mission, uh, which is to find out exactly what paranormal means. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, we we could talk about ghosts, spirits, demons, angels all day long, but at the end of the day, like, we, no one really has any definitive proof and uh, exactly what is out there. Uh, you know, and, and I have I've heard thousands of different theories on what they could be. I have several conflicting theories on what it could be myself. Uh, but uh, as far as uh, as what our mission is, uh, would be to to determine exactly what. You know, ghosts are what you know. Are they, you know, people that have passed? Uh, are they energy created by ourselves? Do we make all this stuff up? I don't know. Right. Uh, you know, at one point, <laughs> at one point in time, you know, gravity was considered uh, paranormal. You know, no one knew what it was. No one knew why when you dropped something it fell down to the ground. Uh, we now know uh, because of the way the Earth spins, gravity gravity is created. Uh, so it's no longer considered paranormal. So we're hoping that one day ghosts may also fall underneath uh, that same realm uh, as, as being explained. Right. Uh, second, second part of our mission, uh, again, like I talked about earlier, you know, we are proud from where we're from. We, we do uh, very much enjoy serving the community, uh, helping non-for-profits, helping, you know, our local community members on, you know, that have activity or have situations that they don't know what's going on, whether, whether it be real or not, uh, us going out there and kind of help put them to ease uh, and make them feel better about where they live. So I, I, those are those are our two main missions that we have. Well, that's that's uh, yet again very honorable. I mean, you, you are doing uh, the right thing for uh, many people, and you know, it, it's it, it attributes a lot to y'all's character that that y'all are doing. You, it's not necessarily to go out there and discover paranormal and get famous for it, but y'all are doing it to help people. You know, everybody wants to be famous for what they do. And, oh, absolutely. You know, why, why do you think I got this podcast? Exactly. <laughs> uh, but, you know, but at, at the end of the day, uh, you know, and I definitely know that I not only speak for myself but for my team, that we definitely put uh, helping others and, and serving the community of, of paranormal uh, in, instead of looking to be fame. You know, there's a lot of people out there that, that put fame over doing what's right. Uh, you know, and that can really come back and, and bite them, you know, I mean. Oh yeah. Uh, we're our reputation is, every, is it's everything we have. You know, I mean, everything we do, we don't charge people for for helping them, and we don't make money for anything that we do. You know, and I mean, 
if we fake evidence or, or do something that's disrespectful to you know our, our 765 name, you know, no one's going to trust us or believe us. I mean, all, all we have is our reputation. So that's something that we hold in very high regard. Oh, absolutely. And, and I, I certainly can tell, especially, you know, with my, my, my experiences with y'all myself, I mean, I, I can tell that y'all y'all really do care about the things that y'all do with, with the, in the paranormal field, and y'all are a very respectful bunch uh, for sure. And, and you know, so I, I think very highly of you myself. And, and, and the rest of the group because y'all are phenomenal people. Um, we appreciate that. <laughs> hey, that's that's no problem. Uh, I got a question in chat for you. Uh, Melanie Austin, uh, Melanie Austin Tucker, she has asked, "Do y'all have proof of paranormal activities?" So that's kind of a loaded question. Uh, you know, I mean, if if anybody truly had proof of of paranormal activity. Uh, then it wouldn't be paranormal anymore. You know, I mean, if I could show the world, hey, I can prove to everybody scientifically uh, and with the data that ghosts exist, uh, then it would be a completely different field. Um, so, no, I don't have anything that I could sit down and show the world that, hey, this is real. Uh, but with that being said, that uh, we definitely do have have caught quite a bit of video, audio, and personal experiences, uh, as well as scientific data to support the claim that there may be something out there that we don't currently understand how it works. Uh, you know, for for example, uh, you know, EVPs, electronic voice phenomena, probably one of the most common uh, occurrences of paranormal activity. Uh, it's when a supposedly uh when a spirit speaks uh we can't hear it because of the frequency range that it can quote unquote speak on uh our ears aren't capable of picking that up uh however whenever you have a, a recorder uh it's picking up all those frequencies and can play back uh to a frequency that the human ears can hear uh i've gotten several evps that have said anything from my name to their name to where i am uh intelligent responses whether that mean I, I was alone or whether I was with the people uh, in, on my team, uh, and I know that no one said this word or whatever that may be, uh, we've caught video evidence of you know things that are moving, uh, shadows. Again, I, I I'm not going to put my life and say I know for a hundred percent fact that this was a ghost of a person that had died uh, and now haunts this area. Uh, does that does that kind of make sense? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, you, you've already gotten a response back from Melanie. Uh, she she said, "Thank you, Justin. I've heard of Ghost Adventures and seen their episodes, so I didn't know if that stuff was real." So, uh, <laughs> so uh, you know, that's a can uh, of worms. <laughs> yeah, uh, Ghost Adventures. Uh, so, so the thing is, is that uh, you know, I've I've actually been on my ghost story with. Uh, uh, History Channel, I think, is what it was at the time. Um, and and the story that, that they did for me uh, was an experience I had at Pierce Cemetery. While I did feel that they did a very accurate portrayal of, of my what happened to me, uh, and, and the whole show was about supposed to be about, you know, this is real stories about real people that have had real experiences, it was still very much Hollywood. Right. You know, I mean, 
the the whole occurrence for me happened over months, you know, even years. Uh, over time, they made it seem like it all happened in one night. You know, when I went out, I was a paranormal investigator. They made it seem like I was just some kid going out to the graveyards doing stupid stuff. You know, I mean, so and of course, it, it makes yeah. for a better show, and I get why they do that. Right. Uh, but again, so even more so with somebody like Ghost Adventures, who push that appeal factor, like they want their audience to, you know really get into where they're investigating and, and really see uh, what they're seeing. You know, they make it seem right. like they go out and they investigate one night, you know, and they get all of this activity, and that's not necessarily the case. Now, by no means am I saying they fake their evidence. Uh, I, I, I would never say that. I don't know that. Uh, nor, nor would I even stand by saying that I, if I had an opinion, I would say they fake their evidence. But uh, we can't forget that those types of shows are still Hollywood. Right, absolutely. So, to, Right. So to answer your question, Ghost Adventures, yes, that stuff actually happens, uh, but not to the frequency of what they make it seem like. I mean, I would say probably of all the investigations that we've gone on, honestly, maybe five to ten percent of the places truly have some sort of paranormal activity. Right. Yeah. And that that's that seems like a realistic assessment to me. And by the way. Bethany has joined us. Oh, hey, so. Justin. Welcome. <laughs> so, and I uh, do kind of want to um, tack something kind of on what Justin said, that, you know, if we got evidence every single time that we went to a place, a lot of groups, if they got evidence, I think every single time they did something, there would be a larger group of people, either A, on TV or with more research done or, you know, things like that, if all of us were just getting astronomical amounts of evidence every single time that we went on an investigation. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. That that makes perfect sense to me. I mean, but it, you know, if everyone had evidence every single time, then like like Justin said, it wouldn't be paranormal anymore. It'd, it'd be normal. So I mean, right. You know, and we kind of we kind of have a motto. You know, when in doubt, throw it out. You know, I mean, so right. We talk we talk about you know EVPs earlier. You know, if if I am not a hundred percent sure that I don't that it wasn't somebody that I was with, or it wasn't a natural occurrence, or you know, even even you know, objects or something. If, if I if I don't have an explanation for it, then I will consider it as evidence. Not necessarily if there's any doubt, uh, then I'm not. Especially when it comes to like in-home clients. So if I have somebody call me and say, "Hey, I think I have a ghost in my house," and I go out to their house and I get some quote-unquote data uh, that I feel. That could be voices, could be video, but I am not 100% sold on maybe that was a car outside. Maybe that was somebody talking in the other room. Maybe the fan was on and blew that piece of paper across the room. You know, I mean, if, if I'm not 100% sure that I can't come up with a rational explanation, then I usually throw it out. Right, right. That, that I mean, that makes sense, and that sounds like any, uh, any I guess, reliable – paranormal investigators should should go through the same process right you know you, you got you got like ghost facers on uh uh <laughs> supernatural but they 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 look at everything and and uh think that it, it you know oh it's paranormal and i think sometimes it's hard to throw certain things out because you know sometimes you do you want that good piece of evidence but you know i think it's a great rule of thumb that if you're not 100 percent certain it needs to go because you right. don't want to assume that it's something and then kind of throw misleading information out there and kind of put yourself in a spot because it could be disproven very easily. Right. right. And, I, and I can't tell you how many times that, 
you know, I've been reviewing evidence and I come across what I think at the time is the holy grail of paranormal evidence. I'm like, I have it. This is it. Like, no one can disprove this. You know, and then you find out that, oh, there is an actual explanation for it and it's almost heartbreaking. Right. Uh, you know, and I mean, and, and, the, and that's the thing is that's kind of what separates different teams. You know, like, again, the, the teams that stand on that high moral ground and teams that just want to become famous. You know, I mean, there's probably plenty of times that we've accidentally caught evidence. Uh, well, not evidence, but evidence uh, of paranormal activity that's just out of, out of this world, you know, and then and then we see, oh my gosh, like, I understand how this happened, you know, and and at that point, like, sure, you could probably post it on YouTube and get a bunch of people saying, oh my god, that's crazy, I can, you know, how that happened, but it's not real, you know, right. so I mean, I... You know, if I if, if I'm if I paint the, the Mona Lisa paranormal activity one day, like I want to I want it to be real. I don't want it to be fake real. Right, right. And uh, uh, real quick, uh, a quick moment of advertisement because um, this question has surfaced on uh, on the chat. Um, how would one be able to contact or find Seven Six Five Paranormal? Uh, so you can go to our website seven seven six five paranormal dot com. Uh, you can email us at 765paranormal at gmail.com. We also have Facebook, Instagram. Pretty sure we even have a Twitter. I am by no means the <laughs> social media person. Uh, I have a, a wonderful girl named Tiffany who takes care of all that for me. Uh, very lucky to have her. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, she, we're on all the, the big social media platforms. You can just reach out to us there. Yeah, she, she keeps your uh, Facebook on point, I will say that. I mean, there's always yes. content streaming through there. I mean, it's she does an amazing job. And we can share it on our Facebook yeah. page, too. Yeah, which we have shared some of the stuff on uh, on, on our Facebook page. So if you're if you're looking to, to see, uh, to go and like 765 Paranormal's Facebook page, just go to our page. Right and and uh, Bethany right now is actually about to share the 765 Paranormal page. So go to their page, give them a like, and uh, uh, just drop in, see what they got going on. And, uh, with that being said, uh, do you have any really big events or anything going on here soon? Well, yeah, we do, actually. So uh, we're putting on our first uh, convention in Fowler, Indiana, uh, with the Fowler Theater. Uh, it's going to be August 16th. Uh, we're pretty excited about it. Uh, we just recently filmed a documentary uh, about Fowler, the, the theater. Uh, and we, we did an investigation, uh, multiple investigations, uh, and we're going to come out with our findings in this documentary. So we're pretty pumped about it. Uh, it's free for vendors to attend. Uh, it's, it's free for anybody to come as well. Um, I do know that they'll be charging for a couple different movies. We have a couple different vendors that will be displaying some of the stuff that they've made as well. Uh, and all everything, all the money is going to go back to Fowler. So we're, we're pretty excited. They're, they're a non-for-profit. Uh, they literally took this theater that was falling apart, and, and literally, it's beautiful now. Yeah, I was, so, I was actually about to ask, uh, you know, what, what's what's your connection with the the Fowler Theater up there in uh, Fowler, Indiana? Yeah, so we do uh, what's called uh, movie mayhem nights, uh, where people can come and they'll they'll pay to see a movie. They they the prices that they have for like their their pop and and popcorn and movies are like old wow. days. Like I think you can get in for like five six bucks for a ticket. Like your drinks and popcorn are like a dollar two dollars each i mean like it's, wow. it's actually cheaper for me to drive to fowler 30 minutes from here and watch movies on their on their screen than it is for me to stay here in lafayette because you pay 15 20 bucks for popcorn and drinks and then another 15 for a movie ticket man yeah that i mean shoot that's that's i mean huge savings because i mean 
I can spend easy uh, 20 bucks after the ticket just for food and drink uh, whenever, you know, here locally where I'm at. And it's a gorgeous right. theater. I will say, hands down, probably the most beautiful place I've ever been. Yeah. It's and, amazing. And Bethany says that uh, it's it's a gorgeous theater, and she said, hands down, the most beautiful one that she's been to. So, uh, and I agree. It's a very, very well laid out and upkept theater. I was very impressed whenever I went there. So, <clears throat> um, but yeah, I mean that's 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 awesome that, that y'all do that. Now I'm assuming y'all work with each other quite a bit, uh, the seven six five as well as uh, Fowler Theater. Yeah, so we usually do the Movie Mayhem event, which again is where people come watch a movie and then we have an investigation afterwards. Uh, we try and do those about once a month. Um, we we work very closely. A lot of their their uh, the people that work there. Uh, or actually do a lot of stuff with us, even on the, the investigation side of it. Uh, Dwight, uh, he's, he's part of our team. So, I mean, we were, we're very, very close with them. We're very lucky to have such a relationship with them. So That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, let's see. I'm seeing another question in chat here for you. It's uh, off topic from Fowler and, and everything else, but what's what's your uh, – I'm, I'm it says – the question is, what about the Bell Witch? Uh, so I'm, I'm guessing, what what are your thoughts on the Bell Witch and the the legend and the lore and uh, all, all that good stuff? So so the Bell Witch lore is actually probably one of my favorites. So I'm I'm originally from Tennessee. I'm, I'm for, I I was pretty much raised in Clarksville, uh, which was I don't know Bethany. What is that? 20, 30 minutes away from where we live. Yeah, um, just about. Yeah, well, so, it is yeah, that's that's yeah. Adams. So that, and which I think Adams is the same county as Clarksville, though too. Uh, it's it's either that or it's in Robertson County, the the neighboring county, it's, but it's right there. Yeah, it's it, they're they're pretty close, and you know that was probably one of the first real stories that like I really looked into and kind of did some research, and uh, I, you know I find it very interesting. Um, now, as far as like the the, the the things that I think differently now than maybe I would have 10, 15 years ago when I was researching this would be like the whole, like, you know, she's a witch. Um, <laughs> by no means am I saying, I mean, there are real witches out there, uh, you know, but as far as like a witch and kind of like, I guess a poltergeist slash almost demon kind of taking into one form. That's really weird to me. I can't say I've ever seen anything like that or like a witch ever taking like, you know, the form of, of anything other than physical. Um, so I, I think that maybe the whole identity of the Bell Witch is probably misinterpreted from being an actual witch to maybe something like a poltergeist or, or maybe even a demon. You know, I mean, I'm not, yeah. not going to necessarily say demon, uh, but I mean, it could it could have definitely taken the role of, of a quote unquote witch, if that makes sense. Right, right, yeah, that 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 makes sense. Um, be, because I mean, it, it's the I mean, especially around here, the Bell Witch, uh, Bell Witch legend is a huge one in our area, just because it's really I think the, the the most famous bit of lore in our area, in in the Middle Tennessee area. Um, and then on top of that, you also got all the you know ghost adventures and whatnot, doing stuff on, <laughs> on the Bell Witch. Uh, or so. Um, and I've actually been to the cave myself. Um, I've been to the home. Um, I've been to the cave. Yeah, I'll let you take over. I gotta get this on charge. <laughs> I've driven by the school, um, the schoolhouse that used to be there, and 
I probably went, I'm going to say, I went during the worst time because it was during, it was on, I think, Halloween night or the night before. Um, so it was a little bit more, I don't want to say dramatic, but it was a little bit more dramatic. But the stories, because I have done research on it, were very true to what the lore on it, the whole story is. But yeah, I mean, so I mean, I guess my thoughts on it are, I mean, I think it's absolutely possible. I mean, you know, I mean, you had people like, you know, President Andrew Jackson who went there and, and ended up leaving in the middle of the night because he couldn't, didn't know what was going on and, and the experiences that he had was enough to make him leave, you know? I mean, again, not saying that just because you're president means that you're always honest, uh, but I mean, again, you're talking about uh, a recognized figure in history who actually wrote about in his journals about the crazy events that he experienced there and how he had to leave. Exactly. So. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Good answer, as they say on <laughs> Family Feud. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so now, now one of my questions for you is uh, what what is um, – and you can just say either, I guess, for yourself or for 765 Paranormal. Uh, what, what kind of approach do you all take when you all are doing an investigation? So this is my favorite thing about my team is that we are so diverse and, and belief systems, uh, how we want to investigate, how, how we think we should investigate, uh, the approaches that we take, we're, we're so diverse uh, that we literally can hit a hundred different aspects in one type, in one investigation, uh, but we also work so well together. Uh, we've been together for so long that we know how each other works. Uh, and, and we kind of like, you know, while I am the lead investigator, uh, I don't, I don't feel like that's necessarily the case during an investigation because everybody kind of takes a lead at what they're good at. And we all, we're all very good about, you know, there's certain things where, you know, maybe I need to step in and take the lead and just depending on what, what we're getting, what the situation is, how we're feeling. There's other times where, you know, Tiffany might need to step in, you know, I mean, there's, it's, we're very diverse. So me personally, uh, I'm very scientific with my approach. Again, you know, you know, I said earlier with my my personal mission would be to one day be able to prove what ghosts are, you know, um, and I, I mean, as all all of the personal experiences that I have, like I know that I believe, um, but I can't tell you, and I can tell you, you know, Ethan, hey, I, I, you know, had a drink with, you know, the Yeti. He's real. You have to believe me because I just told you that he was. You know, I mean. No, you're not, you know, and it's the same thing. Like I could say that I walked into this room and I saw this big dark figure looming over me and I'm staring him right in the face and he just disappeared. Like I know for a fact I, I saw what I saw, but no one's going to believe that. Even right. if I took a video of this dark figure uh, and him disappearing, you're going to have a, uh, it's faked. It's, it's video edited. You know, in today's society, it is. It'd be very easy mm -hmm. to fake, uh, you know, a, a sighting like that. I mean, it, people do it all the time. So for me to be able to scientifically prove, you know, be able to take data and information to a group of scientists uh, and say, hey, here's what ghosts are, and then be able to follow up and prove that my, my theory is correct, uh, and we can prove it scientifically, uh, that's kind of the approach I take. Okay. Now that's that's fair answer. Uh, um, now, the, the name of the episode is uh, Do You Believe in Ghosts? Um, and, <laughs> you know, so I... From what I gather, and, and just from what I know of you, you're you're a skeptic, right? Very much so. Yes. 
Well, so am I. Um, <laughs> so how, how would you answer that question, uh, do, do you believe in ghosts? <laughs> and again, that's <laughs> such a hard question to answer. Uh, you know, I mean, do, do, I, do I believe in, in ghosts? Um, I don't know. I, I, don't, I really don't know how to answer that question. Do I believe that there are things out there that we can't explain that we are currently interpreting as quote unquote ghosts. Absolutely. Uh, that is definitely something I believe in. You know, I mean, like I said, probably some, you know, some of the theories that I guess that I would believe in is, you know, somebody passes away, leaves a lot of, of energy in a place, whether that be residual or they're intelligent, uh, can remain in an area uh, of, of, of not necessarily their choosing, but of, you know, where that energy is. Uh, I, I'm even, a big believer, uh, and then we create uh, this energy, these ghosts, these spirits, these demons. Uh, you know, when somebody dies, it's not, you know, their, their energy doesn't necessarily stay at the place. What we're doing is if I tell a group of 100 people that, hey, somebody got brutally murdered in this house, uh, and they constantly had this impression that somebody was brutally murdered in this house, and I'm telling them that it's haunted, that that guy that murdered uh, this person, his ghost now stays in this house. And if you go there, uh, he'll kill you or he'll hurt you or whatever that may be. And it becomes, you know, then it just becomes 100 people talking about it. Then those 100 people talking to another 100 people. And then those 100 people talk to another 100 people. Next thing you know, it's, you know, the biggest story ever. You know, like this this house is haunted. And then people start portraying their, their energy onto this house uh, that, that kind of turns into a ghost. Uh, and really, uh, it's kind of it's kind of corny, but you guys watch Supernatural. Do you remember the episode where it's actually got the ghost facers and it's the first time they meet the ghost facers? Ghost! Uh, with ghost the house. The, <laughs> where they, more or less, like, they created uh, this energy at this place. They made up yeah. this story. It was totally basement. fake. Uh, but the energy actually went to... Uh, it created uh, an entity uh, and what caused a haunting in this house. Uh, I, I totally believe that we are very capable and, we're, and our energy is strong enough, especially when combined it uh, with m many people, to potentially be able to create something. Now, do you think that, because usually when people go into these places thinking that they're haunted, their energy is probably not the greatest. Either they're scared or maybe they're angry or... Probably, I get the, I believe the stronger form of energy is anger, and sadness. Do you think that's what's causing these hauntings, if you will, at these places? Is because of the negative energy that people are kind of pushing off on a certain place because of the bad things that happened. If that makes sense. I mean. I mean, I definitely think it's very possible, but, you know, it, you, you look somewhere like Waverly Hills, where it does have a lot of energy, bad energy. You know, a lot of things happen there uh, where these, these people energy is just kind of remained at this place. Do I think that could be part of the haunting? Absolutely. Uh, another thing that it could be is people pay a lot of money all year around to go to this location to, quote, unquote, find ghosts. So people are there looking for a ghost, you know, um, and, and typically if we're looking for something, we're probably going to find it. Right, right, yeah. So, you know, that, that would lead me to believe, now going down going down the more uh, scientific uh, realm of things, um, I, I, I don't 
don't quote me on the percentage here, but my understanding, the way I remember hearing it was, uh, I think humans used approximately maybe, like they utilized approximately 10% of the power of the brain, um, and which I could be way off on that percentage. But nonetheless, they don't use the brain to its fullest capacity, um, and that's that's just a, a natural thing. Do you, do you think that uh, subconsciously we may be tapping into that other reserve that, that could potentially be adding this energy to that with possibly you know superhuman powers? If that makes sense. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I <laughs> God, don't don't leave me hanging like that. I, I thought you hung up on me. I was like, did I take too long or what? Yes, I am. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that that's that's just uh I mean it's you know maybe a neat little theory to to throw around throw around or ponder on. Um, so uh, now now you know let me let me let me ask you this going back to like kind of your history what was the um, what would you say the earliest encounter with the supernatural was for you? Yes, I can still hear you. Sorry, that's I'm I'm oh. creeped out by the boogeyman right now. But go ahead. <laughs>
she built that house, that back room was uh, uh, a place that she would like people would come uh, and they would die. They they would so, they they would die. Yeah, kind of like a hospice. Oh, okay, okay. Well, you, you know, whenever you talk like that, you should probably say hospice, not where they would go to. Because <laughs> you, I was like, wait a second. That's, what kind of what kind of place is this? <laughs> Jeez. No, no, she, she ran kind of like a hospice, you know, because okay. she, she lived in a, a it's an extremely small town in Kentucky, so I, I, I'm pretty sure at the time there was probably the closest hospital was probably miles, miles away. So, oh, okay. You know, like she, she was as close to a, a funeral home slash, you know, uh, I guess nurse uh, hospital that you could get to. So there's, I think I think my grandma told me there was over 15 people that died in that room, including. My, my aunt herself, I guess. Wow. So, yeah, so, uh, you know, between, you know, me having these dreams, you know, my little brother uh, having the same, you know, talking about the same guy, uh, and then my grandma telling me that, you know, like, that it was a hospice, like, that, that people die in that room. Uh, it was like, and she never told me that until I was 16, like, and I was just talking about, wow, that's great. You know, like, I remember I used to be scared of that room, too. Man, that's that's just that's crazy. I mean, you know, it's it's one thing whenever you go on to like a, you know, it, whenever you're a child and and you see, you know, what you think is the boogeyman or whatever, and uh, you know, then then you grow up, you grow out of it, and you're just like, okay, you know what? That I was just being a kid. I, I just making it all up, imaginary, so on and so forth. And then uh, another little kid comes up to you and says they're they're seeing the same exact thing that you were seeing. That's that's just very off-putting, I guess. <laughs> um, I certainly uh, wouldn't want to experience that myself, uh, and nor have I. Um, but the, I mean, the the worst thing that I have ever, maybe not worse, but the most paranormal thing I have ever experienced was on the other side of a jail cell from you. And no, this we didn't go to jail together on like some crazy party night or nothing. It was an old haunted jail, uh, so the the legend goes. Um, but yeah, that's that's where I had you, you gave me my first run in on any bit of paranormal evidence uh, or experience that I've ever seen or really really actually taken seriously. Right. So, uh, I'm glad I could be part of that first for you. <laughs> well, you, you, you opened up a can of worms to a lot of stuff I don't understand now. So, um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I appreciate that too. <laughs> so, um, we're, we're actually, uh, Bethany and I are actually planning on going up to the, the freak out at Fowler to come support awesome. y'all, support the Fowler Theater, and to have a blast because, uh, I mean, the whole group again 765 all 765 is fantastic set of folks uh and i think i've only dealt with one person from the fowler which is also part of 765 so um from what i could tell great people too <laughs> they're all right they're they're all right <laughs> well that for those uh 765 folks and uh fowler theater folks listening uh well, you heard it straight from the, the what is it? The, the, horse's, the mouth. horse's mouth. Yeah. So um, now, what what is the um, 